0: Welcome to the Firetime Podcast, where it's never hot enough, slow is fast, and the way to win is to make it so stupidly easy to buy from you that there's no excuse not to. I'm your host, Tim Reed. And once again, I'm so excited to be here today. Welcome to the Firetime Podcast. Well, hey, for those of you listening in real time, you know that we are in the middle of a series of episodes that are Firetime Magazine Rapid Reactions. And this is where, in between podcast seasons, every single week, we listen together to an audio article from the Firetime Magazine, and I hit record and give you my immediate Rapid Reaction to it. And This week, I am super, super pumped to listen to this article. It's one by Brandy Biswell that came out in the August 2023 issue of the Firetime Magazine. And it's an article that she wrote on the support staff and in particular, how to manage an office. And I remember at the time this came out, it was really, really good. And I took a lot away from it, but it's been a long time since I've listened to it. So I'm really pumped to listen to it again and discuss it with you. But hey, before I do, this is a pretty cool piece news that just got dropped, and I've actually been wanting to share it for a while, but it wasn't official until recently. But for those of you who are going to be at the HPB Expo this year in Nashville, I found out that I am going to be one of the presenters at the keynote address alongside of Jill McClure with the HPBA. And this is going to be awesome. The keynote this year is going to feature three presentations TED Talk style from some major players in the industry. And Jill and I are going to be facilitating that event. And it's going to be really, really cool to be a part of it. So if you're going to be at the trade show, I hope you come out because this keynote is going to be a lot different than anything I'm aware of that's happened in the past and it's going to be great to be a part of it so that's going to be Tuesday morning on February 13th from 8 30 to 10 a.m. if you're going to be at the trade show so I hope to see you there if you are there please come and say hi I'd love to meet you and get to chat so with that said we'll go ahead and jump into our audio article together and then I will give you my rapid reaction
1: Office managers, differentiators in organizational success, by Brandy Biswell. Introduction: An overview of office managers. There are over seventy-six thousand eight hundred office managers in the United States. Females make up eighty-five point four percent of office managers, and males make up fourteen point six percent. The average salary is sixty-one thousand two hundred seventeen dollars. One of the key differentiators of office managers is their ability to centralize and coordinate various aspects of the workplace. It can be argued that this position is one of the most important in any company. Great office managers possess leadership abilities, exhibit professional behaviors, manage major projects, create effective systems, and, above all else, practice top-notch communication. Office managers should be able to seamlessly manage and schedule meetings within their teams and with outside vendors. They are adept at prioritizing important tasks, adapting to changes, and ensuring that business owners' goals are met. Major Responsibilities of Office Managers Office managers handle emails, phone calls, and other correspondence. Perhaps most importantly, they also promptly and accurately disseminate information to all parties involved. They are often called on to manage conflicts within their teams and diffuse tense situations between employees and customers. Great office managers act as bridges between owners and the employees, advocating for both parties. In small companies, office managers often take on many responsibilities related to human resources, HR. Simply put, most smaller companies can't afford to have a separate HR department. As such, many office managers routinely handle benefits administration, employee relations, personnel investigations, performance management, onboarding processes, policy implementation, and talent recruitment. What's more, many office managers are tasked with ensuring that their companies are following all local, state, and federal employment laws. Violating employment laws can result in costly fines, legal disputes, and damaged reputations. That's why office managers must keep up with the latest laws in compliance. In 2023, one such law was the Pregnant Workers' Fairness Act. The Federal Trade Commission has proposed a ban on non-compete agreements. Pay equity legislation was recently added for several states. Yet, in the office management course I teach, I frequently find many office managers are unaware of such rules and regulations. For example, I have taught classes where some office managers didn't know what a 99 9 was. They didn't have any state or federal paperwork completed for their employees. They didn't understand what laws applied to the number of employees they had. Ultimately, it's the responsibility of business owners to ensure that they hire properly experienced managers or provide them with professional development opportunities to ensure their success. By doing so, business owners mitigate their liability. Great business owners will often pay for their office managers to belong to professional organizations, such as the Society for Human Resource Management, SHRM. Key Characteristics of Office Managers Given all of their important and dynamic roles, office managers need to possess several key characteristics, including a growth mindset, a desire to learn, a flexible attitude, a friendly demeanor, a coach's temperament, and a listening ear. For starters, the term growth mindset was coined by Dr. Carol Dweck. Dr. Dweck has done extensive research over the years on this concept. In short, it's the idea that one's talents, abilities, knowledge, and intelligence can be improved and are not fixed traits. This is an essential trait of effective office managers, not only because they often need to adapt to new challenges, but also because they're responsible for helping employees gain new skills and grow. In the fast-paced world of technology, Office managers are also key to adapting and evolving their companies, ensuring that they keep up with the latest and greatest systems and processes. Effective office managers are not satisfied with just punching in and out while doing the bare minimum along the way. They have an ongoing desire to learn, which is why they're constantly searching for new and improved best practices. Flexibility is another important trait of office managers. Much like business owners, office managers never know what they're walking into day to day. Half the staff could have called out sick, an irate customer could be threatening to leave a poor Google review, The printer may be broken, or a key team member may have just put in two weeks' notice. All this must be handled while doing the day-to-day tasks that keep the business running. Office managers must also make themselves readily accessible. Their team should feel confident and comfortable approaching them with any concerns. They should treat employees as individuals and make them feel valued. Great office managers consistently portray a friendly, happy demeanor, even on bad days. They understand that they set the vibe for the entire office. In Paul Falcone's book, New Managers, he states, The strongest leaders are coaches, not disciplinarians. He goes on to say, In the same way we need to keep our cars fueled with gas, we need to keep our people fueled with feedback. Long gone are the days of punitive point systems and discipline. Today's managers offer ongoing feedback and coaching. If a problem persists, they put the employee on a performance improvement plan, PIP, Finally, office managers have impeccable listening skills. After all, they're tasked with listening to the owners of their company, the teams they lead, the customers they serve, the vendors they buy from, and any other stakeholders. To take it a step further, they excel at empathetic listening. Empathetic listening requires managers to ask questions to gain a better understanding of situations and develop trust with others. For example, let's say an employee complains about being too busy. In that situation, an effective office manager could clarify with a question, such as, so you feel that you have too much work to complete during your shift? Using the words, you feel, helps the employee to not become defensive, which can open up an opportunity to inspire real change. Conclusion Best Practices of Office Managers In addition to mastering the major responsibilities and possessing the key characteristics listed above, effective office managers tend to employ both of the best practices outlined below. The first, and I would say most important, practice of effective office managers is not becoming too emotionally involved. This is one of the greatest areas where I see business owners fail. For owners, these are their companies, their babies that they created. Therefore, it's crucial for owners to rely on their office managers to intervene. Managers must be aware of their triggers and set boundaries with employees. They must make expectations clear without getting visibly upset or overly involved. Lastly, I would like to discuss the practice of daily huddles and team meetings. Office managers oversee both. During daily huddles, any important information is disseminated. These huddles are brief, so employees are normally standing. The goals of the day are aligned, and team members are held accountable to them. In contrast, team meetings are normally a longer format. Participants sit, and there is an agenda. The meeting normally starts with an icebreaker. Recently, I was at the doctor's office and overheard their weekly staff meeting. They started by asking what emoji everyone used the most as their icebreaker. Team meetings are the perfect time for office managers to review KPIs, policy changes, and other important topics. In conclusion, I have highlighted some of the major responsibilities, key characteristics, and best practices of office managers, and there are certainly many more. Given the pivotal role that office managers play in any company, you're sure to experience success if you keep these key differentiators in mind as you grow your business.
0: Well, I hope you guys enjoyed that article by Brandy Biswell. I think that there is a lot of good stuff there. And... For those of you who aren't familiar with Brandy, her and her husband run a company called Flues Brothers that is in Kansas City. And I actually went to go visit them a few years ago when I had a speaking engagement out that way and seeing their business firsthand, it's amazing what a tight ship they run. Now they're, they're a service-based company. They're in the chimney service world. And Brandy has just grown a top flight service scheduling center and call center. And when she writes about what it takes to be a great office manager, she's writing because she is one and, and she has grown a company that's done that, you know, um, I think about like every single year at the NCSG Chimney Show, Brandy teaches her multi-day CSR training course. And it, it's cool to have someone that's teaching from so much experience. You know, the the big thing that I was thinking about as I was listening to this article with you is an office manager is the owner's tool to get things done in the company. They really, really are. You know, I, I think that many hearth businesses get stuck because the owner is pulled in so many different directions, putting out fires, selling something, answering a question that they don't have bandwidth left to actually execute on the projects that are needed to grow the business and take it to the next level. And, and I found in some of the companies I've worked for that the office manager is the person who can do that. I mean, I'm thinking about my friend Grant at Falco's in Spokane and The office manager who leads their support staff is absolutely pivotal in getting things done because. You know, in a business, the support staff really is the infrastructure that, that makes things go, right? The support staff is the people who collect the installation paperwork, who create the sales scoreboards, and who present that information to the leadership of the company so that decisions can be made. And oftentimes, these special projects that need to get done to help the company but don't get done could have actually been completed if the office manager was tasked with it, or if that company has an office manager, you know? So depending on how big your company is, you may not be able to employ a full-time office manager. But I would say, you know, if you have three to four support staff, you need to have somebody that's at least a first among equals that is overseeing and shepherding that group and taking on the responsibilities that Brandy laid out in this. Now, if you're a company that has an office manager, I would just be thinking about all the things that Brandy talked about, you know, an office manager being able to listen empathetically. This is huge. You know, I've seen, you know, some office managers that are, that are crabs, they're grouches. And that's not what you want for this position because this position has to be able to be empathetic to the workers that are underneath them, right? To be able to hire, to be able to solve problems, to be able to listen, to help, to be able to grow the team, to work together, But also they're going to be the ones that are dealing with really difficult customers that have escalated past their staff. And so they got to be able to listen with empathy. I mean, that was was really my big takeaway is that to be an effective office manager, I think that empathy is one of the most important attributes that you can have. And if you have an office manager that doesn't exhibit that, it would be worth trying to pour into them to see if it can be uncovered or, you know, maybe they're not the right fit for being an office manager. You know, one thing too that Brandy talked about is everything regarding HR. And again, many hearth retailers and chimney service companies are kind of a mess when it comes to HR and HR is really tough, but somebody's got to do it. And it makes a ton of sense to be able to have somebody in a trusted leadership position like the office manager of your support staff that can stay up to date on that. You know, there should be dedicated time that's given to them to research all the protocols that are needed to have proper forms in place. And and I think an office manager can actually start to build out onboarding processes for the different people in the company. You know, when an installer gets hired, what's the paperwork that they have to fill out? An office manager can work with the installation manager to actually build out a training program and document that for the installer that's going to be starting. You know, an effective office manager needs to have high level of administration skills. And and again, I have found that they can kind of be like a Swiss Army knife to help other people in the company who don't have those administration skills like if you have an installation manager that is great at installing but they're not good at putting their thoughts together well the office manager can step in to help them create a training program and i've found for me you know just time and time again i've worked with the office managers of past companies to get things done and to rally the troops together Brandy also talked about being able to lead the daily and the weekly meetings. And this is so huge. I mean, I remember in my previous company, the office staff would have a daily stand-up meeting where it was just, you know, 15 minutes and, and the office manager would lead that talking about what are we trying to do today? Are there any problems that we need to be aware of? What's new that's coming down the pipeline? And it was a way for the team to come together before they went out to go take on the day. And many companies suffer Because they don't have a cadence of meetings like that. It's really, really hard to get on the same page when you're not communicating with each other regularly. And a good office manager is going to help take care of that for you. So I hope that you guys got a ton of value out of that article. I think it's really, really practical. And if you're a smaller company, it should make you think about Are you grooming an office manager? Even if you're not quite ready, are you grooming someone that can become a first among equals for the time being and then eventually move into an office management role? If you're a bigger company that does have an office manager that leads your support staff, Are they doing the things that Brandy talked about? Are they an empathetic listener? Are they leading your team meetings effectively? And are they a point person to get special projects done in your company? Because really, those are the critical tasks that they should be doing. So that is all we have for today. Now, I said this last week, but... As you go into the new year here, if you have not subscribed to the Firetime magazine yet, you absolutely have to. It's a monthly magazine that comes out completely free, both as a digital magazine and with audio articles. So if you want to sign up for the digital magazine and have it emailed to you, every month, just go to itsfiretime.com slash subscribe, and you can enter your email address and your team's emails and get that going to you and them. And if you want to listen to the audio articles, you can do that by subscribing to our sister podcast, the Firetime Magazine podcast. If you search wherever you listen to podcasts for the Firetime Magazine, you'll see that podcast. And when you subscribe to it, every single month, when a new issue drops, you'll see all of the new audio articles. Well, hey, if this podcast has been a blessing to you and you want to support it financially, you can do that by going to the website patreon.com slash itsfiretime. And we are incredibly thankful for those of you that support this on a monthly basis. We operate on a shoestring budget and your generosity helps continue to push this forward so that we can try to create content that helps you move the needle. So with that said, I'm going to jump out of the way so you can keep moving with your week. I'm super excited to talk again next week where we'll have another Firetime Magazine Rapid Reaction episode. Thank you for listening to the Firetime Podcast. To learn more, visit the website itsfiretime.com. Music from this episode was written and recorded by In Bloom out of Portland, Oregon. We thank you for listening to the Firetime Podcast where it's never hot enough slow is fast and the way to win is to make it so stupidly easy to buy from you that there's no excuse not to we'll see you next time all into burn